Adrian Mateka is the author of three poetry collections, The Devil's Garden, Mixology, which was a winner of the 2008 National Poetry Series, and The Big Smoke, forthcoming from Penguin in 2013. He is the recipient of two Illinois Arts Council Literary Awards and fellowships from Cave Canem and the Lannan Foundation. His work has appeared in American Poetry Review, The Best American Poetry 2010, Plowshares, and Poetry, among other journals and anthologies. He is a visiting writer at Indiana University Bloomington and co-directs the River Sticks Reading Series. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus dorsey On today's show, Adrian Mateka reads from his new collection, The Big Smoke, which examines the history and mythology of the first African-American heavyweight world champion, Jack Johnson. Johnson was a true American creation, and Mateka's collection follows the prizefighter's journey from child of emancipated slaves to the most coveted title in sports through the multi-layered voices of Johnson and the women he loved. Mateka's book is part historic reclamation and part interrogation of Jack Johnson's complicated legacy, one that often misremembers the magnetic man behind the myth. Battle Royale. Back then... They'd chain a bear in the middle of the bear garden and let the dogs loose. Iron chains around a bear's neck don't slow him too much. A bear will always make short work of a dog. Shakespeare said Sackerson did it more than 20 times to dogs and wildcats alike. And since most creatures are naturally afraid of bears, there wouldn't always be much of a show in the bear garden. So the handler sometimes put the bear's eyes out or took his teeth to make the fight more sporting. I believe you need eyes more than you need teeth in a fight, but losing either makes a bear a little less mean. Once baiting was against the law, some smart somebody figured colors would fight just as hard if hungry enough, so they rounded up the skinniest of us, had us stripped to trousers, then blindfolded us before the fight. They turned us in hard circles a few times on the ring steps like a motor car engine before pushing us between the ropes. When the bell rang, it seemed like I got hit from eight directions. I don't know where those punches came from, but I swung so hard my shoulder hadn't been right since because the man said only the last darkie on his feet gets a meal. Prize Fighter I love horses because they will outrun the fastest man. They are majestic, as stately as a Saturday woman before a party. Horses smell like what it means to be fast, sweat and gravel kicked up on early morning runs, the in and out of breath like gravel in tired lungs. I groomed and raced horses from Texas to Philadelphia until one broke my leg bone with a back kick. Thanks to that break, I can't ride anymore, and even if I could, we've got these automobiles now, and they can carry us a mile a minute. I'm buying the fastest one once I get my money together, because I'm like an automobile in the ring. My fists work like cranked-up engines. I've got the kind of elasticity other fighters dream about after I put them to sleep on the canvas. When I clinch a man, it's like being swaddled in forgiveness. When I hook a man, it's like being hit by frustration. I can't tell if horses are happy or confounded by this new means of locomotion, but I can say with certainty, my prize-fighting cohorts, they're decidedly dissatisfied by my presence. Fisticuffs. Some reporters say I fight yellow, but I don't need to use the dirty tricks. I don't rabbit punch a man's manhood like Mexican Pete or gouge an eye like Klondike. That kind of fighting isn't boxing at all. It's like trying to sell a toothless man a gum shield. Instead, I wait for the punch. I move to one side, then punch back, a left hook straight to the temple. I named that punch after the first woman I loved, Clara. 
No man has met my Clara and was still standing to talk about it. The woman quit me. She took my jewels and my roll with her. I took a train all the way to St. Louis to get her back just so she could take the rest of my money and leave again. Clara is the reason I don't deal with colored women anymore. I never had a colored girl that didn't two-time me. You've been listening to Adrian Mateka on The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubin Estorsi. You can visit The Poet's Weave online at wfiu.org slash poetsweave.